0: G'day, everyone, and welcome to a, another episode of the Giddy Up podcast. My name is JT, and as per usual, I'm joined by the world-famous... Well, oh, mate, i what,
1: it is great to be back here with you, JT. I was, buddy, frankly, quite surprised to see you tonight. Uh, and the reason for that is that, clearly, you haven't... Uh, well, you haven't had your finest day. Has it been your finest hour, mate? What have you been up to?
0: It's, it's been an interesting day. I... Uh, well, mate, a long, I won't bore everyone to death, but I, I did spend a fair bit of time in the dentist chair this morning. I had to get a, uh, an implant done uh, right up my back teeth. So i got eight stitches uh, into my jaw and loaded up to the eyeballs on uh, every drug you can throw a man. So I feel good now, Donnie. I may just fade off at some now, point. Now, what but you I'm don't good, realize, good, mate,
1: mate, is I actually spoke to your dentist today and, and I said, mate, what are <laughs> you doing? And he said, well, JT's had some wisdom teeth out. Uh, clearly that wasn't a good decision. So they've put them back in because they reckon it dumbed you down a bit. And and I said, listen, could you could you put a bit of a spin on it? Because me old mate, I, I don't want him to be um, in any pain. So I did ask him to just crank it up a little bit. So if you nod off tonight, mate, that'll be what I call humour.
0: Uh, excellent. Well, I'm going to try and stay awake just in spite of you, mate. So um, now, of course... Um,
1: we, we did. got some feedback from we last did.
0: week's show, Donny, and 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 look aside from people just thinking that you have just got more good-looking no as that. the years have gone on, Donny. Which uh, I, well, actually, I did true, do some of my own feedback. Nice, so. <laughs> it was weird when that email came from <laughs> Donny. Like, um, but um, <laughs> one of the things was more I'm interaction, interaction in because I must admit we we had we had a bit of a chat. We're going, you know, it's bloody confusing because we're doing a live. We want a lot of interaction, but we also realise that some people aren't going to watch it live and they're going to listen on a podcast. And we didn't want to alienate people. If you listen on a podcast going, what are they laughing at? Or well, what's that look like? Cause they yes. can't see the comments and the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did we come so, up well, with? Well, I'm pretty remember. sure
1: there's going to be a common theme of you not remembering shit after your day today, JT, but one of them was, one of the feedbacks that we had was that, uh, there was going to be more interaction and we are going to base it around the fact mm. that mm. we might start, like slow and steady now building this following of genuine, loyal, beautiful humans. And uh, and we're going to stick with them. So what we're going to do is we we're not worried so much if people are listening to this tomorrow or the next day or in a year or seven. What we're hoping for is that if you are interacting with us, you can comment, you can uh, be kind please, because we've got big hearts and, and it'll hurt when you 're into us. like that bloody Denise Elgin is already into me about what am I wearing. Some of the feedback we got JT was that i didn't well i didn't put any clothes on or not enough clothes for the for the show so i've been to the tailor got myself a suit. What do you reckon?
0: Looking very, you're looking very, very slick. I Thank feel a bit here. underdressed now Thank in my uh, shirt. So we might just have to up the ante a little bit for next week, Doddy. I'm loving this. I'm loving the competition. Now, look, we uh, we, we, also said we were going to talk about 30 yes. minutes. We cracked on for about uh, 45 get get last this week. But we, we kind of. We landed at that. Yep. That's probably about right. So, because it gives us a chance to talk about some various things. So we've got a bunch of stuff that we want to get cracking on tonight, and and really sort of just I don't know, yes. lift the lid on a few things and and share our thoughts. I've got a couple of things, Don. There, I'm sort of going. Oh, I don't know if this is well. I'll let gonna you know. go Down too well <laughs> here, but uh, so i oh, made. I am sure you will let me know. So that's I reckon we, we get straight into our, 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 our,
1: our, our sequ- New stories. <gasps> Now, mate, this one I've stole the thunder for this one. Now, JT, if you were going to do something in your life and you just thought, shit, that is out there, like what what pushes the boundaries for you? Tell me what pushes the boundaries. Ooh,
0: if, out there, um, running nude down. Oh, i have all done that. That's no
1: like big deal. No, no, I'm talking about like life threatening no, no, no. stuff, like stuff that really gets to speak the sphincter going. Oh
0: mate if it, it water sharks the, that kind of stuff would okay be go the other end go
1: up, right. go up go up go up think about jumping out of a plane jt Ooh. would you do it
0: planes parachute
1: well you're a big Done unit it. right so it, that gives me a tall it. very tall it gives me a lot of confidence well if you can do it i'm sort of feeling like oh it's not my cup of tea but imagine doing it jt at a hundred years of age hmm a hundred like a year hundred old year granny old said, I'll have a down crack down of this, plane. took her first skydive at a hundred, right? Not enough for me old mate Dorothy. Yeah. Dorothy Hoffner, right? Jumped 13,500 feet from a plane skydiving in Chicago, but she didn't do that at a hundred, JT. Did it at a hundred and four. How's this, right? So in thing, in terms of things that might get you sort of going, one of them would be doing that like adrenaline type thing. Another one. Will be pushing the limits where no man or woman has gone before and breaking a world mm. record imagine dorothy's mm. surprise right when she jumps out the plane mm. she overtakes mm. her old mate who's uh, who currently with the current world record holder who was uh was lena from sweden or somewhere right she's second now so it doesn't matter dorothy mm. 104 breaks a world record mm. get this this is mm. turns from chocolates to boiled dollies uh, lands uh, uh, all goes um, well, um, uh, but before our old mate at Guinness Book of Records get to ratify, game <clears throat> over. Dorothy died oh in no. her sleep before oh she no, got no, to no. get on the juice and celebrate and pop the corks and really let rip with a world oh. record. She died before it was ratified. How pissed would you be? But she still did it. She though, did right? the jump, did but the jump. It's, That's it's not ratified. Bloody like amazing! It's, right? like no, but... Guinness World Records. When you seriously, when you're dealing with a hundred and four year old mate, they're not buying green bananas. Mm. Like, get a move on. Not a lot of time left. And anyway, Dorothy's proved that. So hats off to Dorothy. Well played. 104. That's impressive. JT, that's bizarre news.
0: Mate, it's very, very bizarre. And uh, Imagine- well, Paul, what, <laughs> Paul, what great comment! That wasn't hands. <laughs> and I've got to say, Paul, I'm very impressed because last week it took Paul thirty five minutes to work out to actually <laughs> comment. So you're all over it. Uh, we tonight, might regret that. So, uh, well, well done. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's uh, it's so good. I put the comment up twice. This is going to be. I'm so excited that you're uh, not technical quite shit, on like, like, like no tomorrow. <laughs> I oh, mate, I'm, I'm really not. And, and, and I'm, tr- I'm trying to sneak in a bit of an issue at the moment, Donnie, because when I switch to the solo view of you, there is no camera. And I was trying to discreetly fix it while I'm talking it to you. But, mate, I just Seriously the power I'm right not, not worth a solo, so, JT. Hang
1: in there because we want to watch you, mate. It's rare you get to do an interactive podcast God. with someone who's drugged up to the teeth mm. for that very reason, for all the right reasons, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Don't do drugs, kids. Um so Donnie, we've we've got a bunch of different segments. I have no idea which one of them they are. And for one time, so what are we what are we hey, What are we doing you, next,
1: mate? Send some, someone sending a shitload of text messages, JT. This oh, has got your go
0: Oh Fire me mate, fire me up. This is this is the big Dickhead of the week.
1: You suck.
0: Oh, you do suck, right? This guy, Donnie, we've all had well, mate, we've all had these um, text mm. messages, right? Going, oh, your your parcel oh, hasn't arrived. Daily. You need to redo your bank account details, all that sort of stuff, yeah. right? Does your yeah, head in, right? And if you have you ever thought, and I'm going to try not to swear because I got a bit of feedback that I may have dropped the the S bomb a little S-bomb. bit too much last week, so I'm trying to keep. Yeah, just didn't H- realise H- that was H-I-T. a bomb. <laughs> I, you know, apparently, mate. Apparently, not cool. So I'm trying <laughs> to keep it very Look clean. And uh, but if you ever thought, Donny when you get those texts, because I don't know about you, but sometimes I get them at like three in the morning. And so when I get them in the middle of the day, it annoys the crap out of me. But when I get them at three in the morning, we're really pushing the friendship, right? So, but have you ever thought, what would I do if I actually just got my hands on the oh, bloke that actually yeah, sends out the... these? No,
1: oh, they would do a few different things. What else could we do to him? <laughs> did you find him?
0: Well, mate, we could do Well, Who yeah, is we it? did. Yeah, basically, a basically long story short, it's, um, it's, Mate, it's this bloke here. Um, That bloke there, if you're looking at him there on the screen, guys, and let us know what you think of this uh, fine young gentleman. But uh, his name is Wan Zhu. And, uh, well, look, police claim that he sent out millions of texts Australia-wide. And he basically sent them out between December 5 and 12. And we're talking, like, millions and millions of scam texts. But the good news is he got done. They caught him. And... uh, He's now in a, he's now in a little bit
1: of start. So what is it's the punishment for because we spoke punishment last week right about um knobhead that killed the old groper and then there was a couple other dickheads that mm. you threw under the bus for the punishment and the court system and, and all fair mm. right mm. so what's punishment for old mm. uh, shih Tzu?
0: Well don as as you know uh, I often do a lot of extensive research <laughs> to try and find Stay tuned out next the week answers kids that's it's <laughs> It's exactly right. I have absolutely no idea, mate. But uh, <laughs> but but he's gonna be in right. trouble. I know that much, right? So um but seriously, like, like what do these people hope to get out of this? So obviously, they are getting the odd person, it's getting sucked in and they're they're getting money out of people, and particularly probably the elderly who are quite vulnerable in these sorts of things, because they're getting pretty smart right you know you think oh it actually is from australia post or it is from the bank or whoever it is right but oh, man i'm pretty sure he hasn't put enough. his own
1: name on there either so people go oh there's another one from one or whoever you are hey um jt if if uh if we mm. do find out what happens to our mate here right um 17 mm. million mm. clearly he's got to be making a quid now hmm
0: you'd think he'd be making can a i
1: just give banks, you a right? tiny yep. little bit of a maybe even a life hack jt when you go to bed, put your phone on silent, mate, because one's got your number and he's going to keep buzzing you throughout the night. There's a life hack, kids.
0: Well, well, Donny, I would do that, but see, here's here's the little dilemma, and, and for those who have got parents, mm-hmm. uh, elderly parents, you probably understand this that my parents have the odd issue. It's fair to say uh, every now and then, and um, and they have a private number mm-hmm. at home. And for the life of me, Dad does not want to give up that number, which, uh, which means, Donnie, uh, the downside for that is that uh, I can't. Uh, just course. turn my phone off or because it's not a known number normally you could say no worries but but yeah, yeah. if it's Donnie no worries or if it's Nance or kids or whatever no problems but um, when it's a, because my dad's calling from a private number I've got to freaking leave the thing open alright so right. like, well, well thank noise.
1: dad and thank one Zoo for being a dickhead well done JT dickhead of the week let's go JT dickhead of the week <laughs> yeah, similar, ooh, ooh, similar here we go
0: to... yeah I'm ready righto I'm we have to a go with the
1: shark fight let's go what do you got this is Don's what, read what? oh donnie's ran
0: got it hang on there's a lot of buttons sitting in front of me donnie it's one of these
1: oh mate i have to tell you and i you now tell me you mentioned sharks before are you a fan of sharks or are you scared of sharks jt
0: Oh, mate I fully respect sharks I think they're actually amazing creatures uh, amazing you know, thing of evolution uh, but I'm just scared that they're gonna kill me but uh, but I, I think they're awesome and anyone who goes and kills sharks and people that uh, chop off their fins and all that stuff mate you are horrible people so I respect sharks I, I don't love them um, but I, I am mean, my next I, question I, yeah, for you
1: JT that's as, if, that's as good would as you're you gonna go off with them <laughs> would you swim with the sharks
0: would I swim with? How? do, how, like what do you, you mean? Can, how do you there's a,
1: a, a, a little place in the States and you can go and get a lid, a little air lid, a helmet, and it means you can do, and it's weighted mm. down, so you're actually able to walk along the bottom, walk, 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 along the bottom of a shark tank, JT. Would you do it? That is the question. Right.
0: No, I would. I would. I, you know what? I've always actually thought I would actually go and give shark diving. You know when they do the, the great whites mm. and you go in the shark cage? I've always thought... I would probably do. I'd be absolutely pooing myself, uh, but I would certainly give it a crack. And I'd be interested if any of our other viewers in the comments could say, if you had the opportunity to go in to the shark cage, uh, you know, to see the great whites, would you do it or not? Uh, Interesting. JT, you are
1: a father, a father of a couple for what we know, and what we're declaring. I would like to know as a 10 year old, now your kids are above 10 now, would you let your 10 year old Mm for a walk with the sharks
0: if they wanted to donnie i definitely would what happened
1: what happened if they JT, wanted to when the sharks haven't wow. had their lunch jt
0: <laughs> well they'd have to be they'd have to be safe right i
1: mean like JT, surely. chomp chomp shark no bite kid 10 year old no no why am i laughing this is probably not that actually happened i was hoping that the parents would get bit because seriously a 10 year old has been bitten now i don't know through the power of uh this if we can if we can click on that link that i've sent through but uh, actually don't even bother doing that because it tells a story it is literally jt (laughs) what there's a link (laughs) here's the it guru (laughs) no i i kid you not jt a 10 year old's been bit by a shark and most of the comments oh. on the YouTube channel and the news story have all said that parents need to be eaten because that is a bloody stupid thing to do, to let your kids walk in there with a shark. Me, mate, I'm, I'm a bit like you, I would say to the kids, mate, if you're up for it, knock yourself out. But this thing, you're in its territory, it can eat you. You can get out. It can't. So that's, yeah, exactly. I figure game. a shark has very rarely bitten a human on the land. There's the secret, kids. Don't want to be eaten.
0: Mate, that is, but it, don't go in. It's exactly true. Quick story, Tony. This, um, this is quite genuinely the last time I ever went into the what? big white ocean. This is a long time ago. I used to love going and doing mm-hmm. a bit of bodyboarding. I was never quite tall. My balance was not great. Not a good surfer, but loved going in the surf. Thought I was a pretty good swimmer. I loved the bodyboards. Down at Bell's Beach one day, uh, probably annoying the surfers because I was on my bodyboard and they're you know, they're the heroes on the boards. But uh, I, I hang hanging there in the water, waiting to catch a wave, and I, I something bumped nah. my legs, and I, I honestly don't know. I didn't see anything. I just felt the bump. And I swear I broke whatever, world, <laughs> um, you know, record there was for getting to shore, and that was the last time I ever went bodyboarding. Uh, that's what, yeah,
1: I've had well done, mate. I well, I tell you what, what, I I have a, a similar story. I, I used to paddle after my athletic career had all wrapped up. I thought, oh, what am I going to do? You know, I've still got a bit of you know, go in me, and I'm not sort of done yet. So I took up paddling, kayaking. And I bloody loved it, to be honest. Went off to nationals mm. and did okay. Anyway, that's a side story. What the main story here is I was training down at Patterson River, at the Patterson Lakes there. The river runs out into the bay. Beautiful spotlight. Okay. Of, uh, yeah. Paddlers go down there. Yep. And I, when I first started, wow. JT, before I got a a leg that I could I could steer with, because on most artificial legs, it's got a foot and you can't move the foot. And that was the foot was wedged up inside the boat, so I had really no control over it. So it was useless. So I took it off and I would just steer with one foot and left the leg on the bank and grab that later on. I was paddling out there, and I don't know if many people know this, but the Patterson River at different times of the year has a lot of jellyfish. The jellyfish are in there and I had no idea. JT, I was not a very competent paddler. So to stop yourself falling in, you brace yourself and you put the flat of your paddle out there and, and typically you don't fall in. Well, before I really mastered that art, I would be in every single session and normally a couple of times. Well, I can assure you, JT, the first time I hit a jellyfish, I shit you not, I thought I was gonna be the first man to hop on water. I was out of there. I was like, no way. All I could think about was box jellyfish and how they sting you and you got to put vinegar on it or pee on it. And I was like, oh, no, mate. Too many thoughts run through my head. I was gone. That was the end of that session. And it took a fair bit of coaching to coach me back into the boat and actually get my... But surprisingly, it was a great motivator to learn how to stop falling in the water, JT. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I bet, and and I love how you just subtly just dropped in there that uh, you know I finished my career it was still a bit meh, and just, just thought I'd give this whole uh, paddleboarding you know boat kayaking sort of thing a bit of a crack. So uh, I think uh, if you're listening there, we will unpack that in another uh, episode because uh, there move on What else have we got? There, mate. <laughs> well, we, we've got we've got a lot of stuff. I have no idea what, but uh, we you do. said We've got a lot. So I tell you what,
1: let's what about <laughs> we go to. How are
0: we loving this people with Donnie driving the show? How good is hey, this, this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna no, get my teeth done now. This is an
1: underwater island, <laughs> some good. geeky shit. This is your genre. This is now do you now do you remember sending this through? Ah, ah.
0: No, you know what? When I, when I wrote um, the, the, the blurb for, for this, because I got a little segment called Geek of the Week, and everyone who knows me knows oh, I'm a little. No closet, of like week. you come oh, out years oh, like ago me. and about. Me, you know? <laughs> and I, I like, you know, some interesting facts and stuff. So I, I got wind that there was this underwater. Island that's been found off the coast of Australia, and I thought this will be a great segment for um for Geek of the Week, but
1: of course, <laughs> <that's> as
0: far <laughs> as I've got, Don, hey, do another let's thing just with it?
1: backtrack a little bit. We asked the listeners, uh, and by the looks oh, of the list of listeners, mm, too, mm. they're a good looking bunch. Good what, looking, what a great bunch, Great bunch, Mate, great bunch. outstandingly. Great bunch. The answer is no, except for Paul. He's a complete nut. He did it in Sydney with a grey nurse. I've known a few nurses. I've never called them grey. Oh. Um, but seriously, everybody else, hands down, nah, no chance. Even Hayden, my 11-year-old, he says he's out, not swimming with sharks. So, mate, we asked. That was the answers mm, to that.
0: Don't blame him. That's fair call. Now, Don, I, I'm ready for this segment. I think this is Ooh. this is a new segment where we, we may not see eye to eye on this. Come time. on. Uh, i i i think so i don't know where the stinger is it's somewhere again well one of these bumble No, here we go i've got it
1: help well i like this stinger. what yeah. i'd like more is if i actually had some notice of what we're going to rumble about jt so i could pick
0: ah see this is this is the beauty of it donnie now Now look, I've sort of been tossing up whether I should go there, particularly with the state I'm in right now. But we said we'd go there, and uh, this could be a little Mm. bit polarising. Like we've cared about that. Apologies for the apologies in advance for all the people I'm about to offend right now, and potentially never say sorry because this (laughs) this gets into the space of uh, you know doing some special things for people with special Mm, needs. Now. Now, I know when people are looking at you, Donnie, they go, fine, young-looking man. They wouldn't even know you're missing a leg, right? And honestly, ha- haven't hung out with you a lot of times and you're wearing jeans and whatever, wouldn't know, right? You just oh, carry yourself beautifully, look like it, walk it along mm-hmm. like anyone else, right? And, but I want to talk about something that I just got wind of last week, and it's about the Australian Open. And I want to paint a scene for you, Donnie, because there's a couple of things in here that we want to discuss. One is yep. the ball kids, now, I've got another segment where we're going to talk about how they actually don't get paid a bloody thing, which I think is a disgrace. Okay. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. But if we can put that to side. To, to side, side
1: is, yeah, we'll park to it. Decide,
0: uh, for for one for, for one second. And we go, you know what, they do a great job. All these ball kids do an amazing job. And it's a very important part of the tennis game, right? Tennis plays stuff up. They run on the court. There's been a couple of little stuff ups this Aussie Open, mind you. It. But um, by and large, they do a great job. But, uh, well, Donnie, I'm going to put a picture up on the, on the screen as soon as I can find it um, because there's something new that's just come out and I'm putting it up on the screen right now. What you're looking at now, guys, is the first wheelchair ball kid. <laughs> Let me say that again. The first wheelchair ball kid. So this is a junior wheelchair tennis champion, Sonny Renison. And I'm sure absolutely ripping kid, right? Never met him. Don't know him from a bar of soap. Um, but this is a, a program that's been put together by MasterCard. And, and basically what they said is that ball kids, are this is their statement, ball kids are essential to tennis tournaments. Yep, no shit. Oops, there's the first one. Um, yet some kids do not have the opportunity to take part. E.g. kids that are in a wheelchair. So they developed this little tool. And if you're watching, you'll see this little tool. Basically, it's this thing that he can hang on. He wheels past the balls, sticks it onto the tennis ball. And, you know, off he goes to the side of the court. Fantastic. Love it. Right, Donnie?
1: Is this just taking things? Are they taking the PIWS Well, JT, so wait a minute. I just want to be clear here. You're saying that this is, it's not it's not, it's tokenism. We've we've gone too far. We're just getting a disabled kid, and we're going right. We're going to give you every opportunity that any able-bodied kid has, no matter what. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. It's going to, well. You know, everyone should be a ball kid if they want. If you're if you you're in a wheelchair, we'll make a device so you can still be a ball kid. Hmm. And again, look, fantastic. I think it's great for him to have the opportunity. And feel free to yeah. put, chime in with some comments if everyone's game enough, right? Because I know I'm putting my neck out here. But I just thought this is just getting freaking ridiculous, Donny, because where does it end? All right, so, okay, the next kid's, you know, missing two arms. Oh, well, we've developed this pogo stick that he can put in his mouth and wheel himself out and pick up the ball. Fantastic. The next kid's blind. Oh, well, now we're going to whack some, you know, some little bells in the ball so this kid can wheel around until he finds them and then... Like, where is it going to end? Ball Kids is a professional... uh, Sorry, you know, we're playing professional tennis here. This is an elite sport played all around the world... You know, the time between uh, serves is time. They've literally got, you know, 30 seconds or whatever the hell it is. Like, is there just no place in professional sport? And Denise has raised a good point, you know, for wheelchair tennis matches, maybe absolutely 100%. And I think that's where they've started the trials. But the plan was that uh, ideally that this may be the first, you know, opportunity to be a ball kid at an actual- Well, JT,
1: firstly, let me congratulate you because the woke culture we live in, there'll be people screaming disengaging going you're a terrible person JT why on earth would you not want every kid to have an opportunity like the next able-bodied kid as a, a person who's lived with a disability I would honestly lean towards the fact of let's just have a look at the purpose of a ball kid the purpose is let's make sure the game can be played to the highest possible standard personally I don't give a shit if you're in a wheelchair or got no legs. If you can do the job and you nail it in the right amount of time, then game on. But if you can't, if we need to change the rules or make exceptions, sorry, champ, this is not for you. And just like today said, if the if the rules have already been changed and there's a space for kids to do that at the wheelchair tennis or a local tennis match or the Yong or the warm-up, like fantastic. If they get their skills up fantastic, let him in. But going and creating a new set of rules, mate, I stood firm in your court about this very topic when a, uh, a good friend of mine, Oscar Pistorius, and most of the world knows Oscar through the unfortunate circumstances that followed, uh, you know, with his uh, girlfriend at the time and how he went to jail for murder. But in the lead up to the 2012 Olympic Games, Oscar was the fourth fastest South African and had an opportunity to run at the Olympics. And they said, well, we've got the Paralympics, but he's fast enough, let him go to the Olympics. And I've come out straight up and said, nah, he can't do that in his walking legs. If we're changing the rules, because the rules are at the Olympics, you're not allowed to wear artificial AIDS. And if you have to wear AIDS, then that rule, JT, has been omitted on the rule book at the Paralympics. So for me, it's saying, mate, here's the rules, play within them. If you can do it in your in your wheelchair, got no issues. If you can't, sorry, champ, suck it up. Not your fault, but there's no space for you. That's my position. I'm in your corner, so stuff all of a rumble on that, JT. We both agree.
0: <laughs> oh, damn it. It was worth a try. but um, And you know what? Um, For everyone who's watching, that's the kind of discussions that we want to be having because quite frankly, I think society's got to a point now where, as I think Donnie just alluded to, Ooh. people are scared to voice their opinion like it, because someone's going to... Rip you to shreds, tear you to pieces. And we've now got this bloody vanilla society where, you know, just people are literally scared to uh, to speak their mind, which I guess brings us into another segment, Donnie, which uh, is this. You
1: can't be serious!
0: Oh, good. Because we um, are going a bit woke, aren't we, Donnie? The world is going woke. Going and we are just mate we're just gonna have to call it out so look obviously the the one that everyone is talking about right now is australia day and uh, you know, should we be celebrating Australia Day? Uh, obviously, we've got Coles that said, get stuffed. We're not selling any Australia Day... Sorry, Woolworths, I apologise. Uh, not selling any, you know, Australia Day gear. And Coles has said, "Oh yeah, we've still got some. We'll leave it on the shelves. We're all good. And and we've had some some other people do various things that we'll talk about soon as well. Um, but Donnie, it, it gets to the point now where people are just embarrassed to say, you know, hey, yeah, I'm going to celebrate Australia Australia Day. I, I feel bad because I might be offending someone because I want to celebrate the country I live in. Where, where's your thoughts on that, mate? Because you're someone who's literally represented the country. You're literally <laughs> been the flag bearer. Um, JT, got here it is. I'm I flying the flag as we speak. speak it's have uh, had, mate, uh, since I
1: first represented go. the country, I've, uh, I've made sure that I've had the Aussie flag on there because... Not through any divisive uh, wanting to say, you know, it's not our land. Bloody oath, mate. The Aboriginals were here long before we got here. You know, we had a, a little thing at work today celebrating, and one of the questions that we asked was, what is the oldest known musical instrument in the world? Turns out to be the didgeridoo. Like, so, you know, for me, I go, that's what it was. Did the, did the Poms come over? Was there a war? Did they take over? Yep, all that happened are the people that have migrated from Italy and the Two Pound Poms and the people that come over here and said, you know what, my life was shit, thanks to Australia, my life is fantastic now, I live in safety, I can go down the street, I can raise my family, I love this country, thank you. That's not to say they they don't feel uncomfortable about what happened to the indigenous population, but they simply wanna celebrate and thank and be grateful for what they have. So in my view, I'm absolutely not hell bent on the date, but the moment we stop celebrating and start taking away and only focusing on the negative, in my view, I think we've lost the plot. We—I know this could offend, but you know what? It, it offends me sometimes when things don't go wrong. But I just got to suck it up or when things don't go right. Rather, it's just like, okay, stiff shit. I'm offended. Deal with it. So, in some cases, there is always a solution. It's not going to suit everybody, but if we were—if we were to move this date and still celebrate Australia Day. We have no Doc week and we have that so we can celebrate the Indigenous um, population. So let's not get away from the fact that this is offensive, but in life, life is offensive, mate. And it's the ones that stand out and have a crack. And I'll tell you what we get to see is we get to see what the real heartbeat of Australia is when somebody puts their hand up and goes down that path and makes a stand, just like you did, people can absolutely can ask for saying no. Wheelchair kids should be ball kids or not. And Woolworths did that, and the population have said, "Well, get stuff Woolworths." So you know, people can make their stand. I reckon the biggest shame at all is the fact that it's not Woolworths' right to choose whether I celebrate it or not. They've got a job to do, and that is to stock stuff for people. If it doesn't sell, that's their message to the population take it off the shelf but to take away my choice to go to shops and celebrate i think you can get staff woolworths for that
0: Mm, well it's an interesting one isn't it because uh they came out today the woolworth ceo and uh and said, uh, you know what, Um, uh, it was a commercial decision. They've now decided it was a commercial decision that just wasn't selling enough product, et cetera, et cetera. But they also acknowledged that they have to order this stuff uh, miles ahead, Uh, literally about a year ahead because most of (laughs) it comes from overseas. There's a marketing opportunity. And, and you know, if you want to join the dots and go, well, Woolworth pumped a lot of money into the uh, the yes vote, mm-hmm. no vote, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I reckon it's fair to say they were banking on a no vote and thought, bugger it, we won't have any Australia Day celebrations, so we're not going to order any. And uh, it kind of um, back, backfired, right? So um, um, so that kind of leads us into, Donnie, uh, well, a little segment that we call... Now, it's on the same vein, Donnie, our Hero of the Week, around this whole Woolworths uh, you know, thing that's going on because I love it a bit like you when someone's just not vanilla and goes, you know what, I'm just going to make a stand. Now, it doesn't mean you have to agree with the stand that's being made. But I think we're in a very sad place when people don't have the opportunity to at least voice their their opinion without getting cut down. So I think the hero of the week uh, this week, and I'm just going to put uh, the face up on the oh, screen. It's already there, JT. Party, which I don't even know if I actually do, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, mate. No, um, that's... Not- <laughs> um, no, I want to... I want to nominate the uh, the, the, the head of uh, one of the supermarket chains in South Australia, Donnie, because he came out and did a uh, post. He put it out on his Instagram post uh, and he runs a big supermarket chain. And they said, you know what, bugger this, we are stocking Australia Day stuff. And to quote his words, um, he said, my worst post is about choice. He said, uh, it's not race, not gender, not sexuality, not religion. Quite frankly, don't care if you're white, black, green, LBTIQ, A, Catholic, Buddhist, I support you. How to choose, how you choose to live does not affect me. But what I do care about is that you have the ability to choose how you live. And so basically, he said, whether you choose to celebrate Australia Day or not, it's up to you. But as a retailer, it's my responsibility to let my customers choose if a product is suitable for them. And I love this, Donnie. He goes, just because you're lactose intolerant, does that mean I shouldn't sell dairy products in our store? Or how would you feel if I told you you don't like chocolate, so we'll no longer be selling it? I agree there's a broader discussion that has to be had around the date and how we celebrate our country. But until that date is changed, I will continue to celebrate it and basically give his customers the opportunity to celebrate uh, it too.
1: We need his name. What's his name? Have you got his name handy? Whoever it is. He's going no, on I had the a wheel. Mate, Can I, we put him on the wheel? Have we got the wheel? <laughs> oh are we screwed with the wheel
0: tonight? I haven't actually got, haven't got the <laughs> wheel going either, just quietly. Um, <laughs> I actually had a post. I actually, you know, I couldn't find the original post. It took me ages. And I got it. I screenshot it. I, I don't know what I did with it. But uh, we will post it on our right. page, the actual uh, quote, and give this guy a bit of a shout out. any, any over Because i shop there. Bloody, bloody good on him. Good on him. Um, mate. So would I, but they they don't. But I reckon after the, the show oh, of support they've got, to they end up um, doing a bit of an expansion. So that was our uh, our I hero. Love your of the work, J T. Good buddy. find so, that
1: one. Good find and clear to say, hey. not hard to see why he's a hero right. in our books. We both fully agree with him. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. Now we also want to uh, have a bit of a discussion uh, each week, right, Donnie, about some well, some topical stuff. And I think what goes topical, uh, obviously, at the moment, is the, mm. the the tennis open. So we're going to get uh, stuck into a little thing about the uh, the ball Ooh. kids and the ripoff Ooh. that's going on at the moment. Ooh. All right, ball kids, bloody Except awesome. Except they're in a wheelchair, wheelchair uh, you. Yeah, there's, <laughs> Mate, except those ones, I tell you what, no, no I'm not going to go horrible. Um, but this year at the Australian yeah, Open, Donnie, there was two and a half thousand applicants for, for ball kids, right? Two and a half thousand, and out of that, they selected three hundred and sixty ball kids that uh, got the opportunity to. Is hey, it what a thrill, lucky you know, draw, running out on centre court, seeing the heroes? Them? And no, no, there's, it, it's actually nearly a twelve month long oh, process, Donny, on, on actually the being World selected. Cup? So a lot yeah, of work. I know, right? A lot of work goes into it. And, uh, you know, you can see them all docked out here in their Ralph Lauren uh, kit that they get to keep um, this year. But um, one of the big contentious points that seems to be going on, Donnie, is the the pay that these ball kids get. And I want to give you a little bit of context. So in the US Open, the the ball kids get $15 an hour. Those long Uh, games, you'd be
1: hanging for for one of those five setters. (laughs) Giddy up. Yeah,
0: that's right, right? Um, Wimbledon, they go, bugger this alley stuff. We'll just give them 351 bucks a week. Still
1: come in under the tax-free threshold. I Fair like enough. that, Wimbledon. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's right. And, uh, well, guess how much <laughs> that we pay here in Australia. Mate, we've been banging story? on about how good tennis is. We've equaled the prize money for the women. These oh. kids would get... Oh, I what what's the highest of got? Well... Well hang on, Tony. Let me let me just give you the prize pool this year. The the two
0: hundred the two thousand and twenty four prize pool, so the money that goes into you know mm-hmm. the prizes for the players, eighty six point five million dollars prize pool this year. That's about fifteen percent higher than last year. The winner gets three point one five million dollars. The runner-up gets one 725 mil, so not bad money for a couple of weeks' work. Um, so what do you reckon our, our hard working ball kids? And I've seen a couple of uh, a couple of uh, games, Donnie, that literally finish yeah. at about three in the morning, and these poor ball kids I are reckon, still going. So, what do you reckon the good mob at Tennis I Australia pay these guys? thousand bucks. How long do
1: they how nice, many weeks is it? Up, tennis. Couple of weeks, oh, uh, a couple of weeks. Bucks, yeah, the be, whole that's open. good money. I mean, we got yeah. nine hundred for sitting at home during COVID or whatever it was. So, yeah. So, and these well, that, kids are running their true. butts off. So, yep, I reckon easy a thousand bucks. Working hard, maybe more. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. No, we we turns out we pay exactly the same amount as the French Open, Donny.
1: What was that again? What do they pay? Uh, we,
0: don't pay our kids. we don't pay our kids. Nothing. Not a cent, mate. They do not get paid. So US Open, Wimbledon, no worries, we'll pay you. French Open, Australian Open says, nah, stuff that. Uh, we're not going to give them a Well, set.
1: JT, I reckon that's bullshit. It's just not right. But you know what? I'll tell you what happens. This is the problem with the world. While there is a whole lot of people still willing to do it for nothing, then people will still have mm. it for nothing. What the kids have got to do mm. is boycott. Oh, I'm union. telling them they go. need to sit down, cross their <laughs> arms, and go, mate. Center court, get stuff. I want some coin. And even even the smart little ones in there would have a little chat to a couple of those players and say, hey, mate, if you if you go all right, why don't you just in your acceptance speech slip all the ball kids? You know they mm-hmm. give it a bit of a charity and they do a bit mm-hmm. of this stuff. Just say you're going to pay for the ball kids, like give them all five hundred bucks or whatever. Like what? How many is it? Two thousand?
0: 360,
1: uh, 360 kids even if you give them all 10 yeah. bucks like seriously give them 100 give them a thousand it's they 3.5 million didn't you say
0: yeah 3.15 so million it's
1: yep. up to us jt yep. i reckon we've got to boycott we've got to stop buying kias Who, who's the um the, the naming right partner <laughs> of this i haven't watched much tennis this time
0: uh Donnie, just just quietly, there's no danger of me buying <laughs> no, a key.
1: No, they can go you're really <laughs> flogging on a hill. Um, no, <laughs> but seriously, that's <laughs> bullshit, JT. What are we going to do about it?
0: It is. Yeah, bloody ridiculous. Nothing. Just uh, All we can do, Donnie, is just bring the attention to the people. The people will make their own decisions, but... You know, being by being informed enables you to make informed decisions, right? So um, there you go. Get paid <laughs> like absolutely it. nothing. They do get to keep the, the uniform, which uh, is literally worth about 500 bucks. They do get a show bag at the end. And in previous years, it's had some pretty good stuff. I think when you're at a GoPro so, and that sort okay. of stuff. not here. all so bad. It's not like they yeah. don't get nothing. It's not all bad. And obviously a huge yeah. thrill and experience. Most of these kids yeah. are really into tennis. Great thrill. But I just think it sets a pretty poor example yeah. that corporate australia can just sort of you know take advantage of people just because there are volunteers doesn't mean you shouldn't i love
1: should your remain. work jt nice point lovely done all right now Donny. Yeah. Uh, last week we uh
0: well we gave away a slight a, a, oh, slot, oh, a oh, little lord a well, little it was little this is well this is what? Oh, well, we haven't we we haven't really oh, discussed it this um have we got but, news from the lawyers I, and i I literally don't have oh. the wheel teed up because I'm bloody useless. But that but that doesn't mean, Donnie, that we can't How are we still do, do it? this, so JT. I'm proposing, to, well, well, Donnie, what I'm proposing is I'm okay. going to pop up a question like we did last week and pop your answers into the comments. Make sure you're ready to pop those answers in. And everyone who got it right, Donnie, will go into the wheel draw, which I will post on our page uh, later on. So you'll still get to see the draw. You'll still be a winner of. A, on our giddy up podcast facebook page don fantastic that you've mentioned that um so we will post it on the page so this is your chance the trivia question uh, is going to work the same as last week there's literally about 40 seconds and, oh, a pen and paper oh wait you got to type it, get, it in the face you ready, Tony. Tony. ready Tony. Yeah, jt
1: just before you do that I've uh, got to, yeah. the, like, along with my mm. dress sense wasn't good so i fixed mm. that they said that uh, a few things your facial expressions are worth a look alone so if you're hearing this on a podcast <laughs> tune in because jt makes a shitload of faces particularly when he's trying to run the wheel and listen to me and do stuff and stay smart oh, Man,
0: i've got <laughs> crap going everywhere that's good you. but also the other
1: one the other feedback was uh forgotten it jt oh you can't you can't how do i do a comment in uh, in youtube (laughs) you can only do it on facebook Mm
0: -hmm. well i'm led to believe you can but you have to be logged into youtube so you have to have an account just on get on YouTube. Facebook. So if you're just watching the stream, yeah, it's probably go easier on Facebook. So, all right, well, here we go. The question is coming up. 40 seconds is coming up. And, Donnie, I hope oh. you know this one. But oh, for, for those who can't read it, what year did Don first represent oh. Australia? A, 1990, B, 1994, C, 2000, or D, 2014? The question, what year did Don First, represent Australia. Get your comments in once that bell goes off. All bets I must are have closed. Three years the winners. I did
1: that if it was. Oh, well, that's what 19. I was thinking. You could 90s, be over at least 20 odd.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so There's the time, time is nearly up guys get those, those comments um, in uh oh, it's about five
0: five seconds five seconds and get him in oh i heard a bell donnie so uh we are going to cut it off there and we're going to see what people well, came up with now donnie to to. what they're was the answer in. yeah no it's we'll get let him, in. him come it, in it, that's all right it's a bit of a delay so we're, we're not that hard what was the uh what was well, the answer it's donnie Christian for off. everyone that's uh dying to know
1: Oh what what year did you Australia. first represent? I first Australia? represent Australia, 1994. JT, yeah. ninety
0: four. Did, go. did anyone get go. that? So right? anyone with ninety with ninety four and whatever the letter was yeah. on the screen, I have no idea. But I'll look at the replay. Um, you are in the ting ching and you will be going onto the wheel that we will release on on the page now. Uh, Don, I... I you know, you sort of all had a bit of a, a bit of a rant earlier and uh, well I, I there's there is something that I sort of want to just give a bit of a call out. Get it on, the, on, hurry uh, up, we're running
1: out of time, on. JT. Crack it.
0: Uh, I know, I know, all right, I'm on it, I'm on it. Here we
1: go. One JTs
0: three, big of the week. Yeah. All right, Donnie we, we often call out some pretty bad things that happen, right, in the world. And, well, we want we to do. bring the positive stuff to, to to our listeners as well. So, you know, have you heard of this bloke? Uh, his nickname, he's just, you know, you're big when you don't actually have a name and you just go by your oh, nickname. Oh, the rock.
1: The, Love rock. the rock. Yeah.
0: Love the rock. Well, he's the rock. He's, uh, I'm a bit worried. He's starting to fade away a little bit there with those muscles, right? But, um, well look the rock I don't know if you know much about the history well, the of the rock of right but um, he was a, he, he was, a, he, was a, he was a little bit of a troublemaker when he was back in his younger days and and uh, actually lived in New Zealand for a while I didn't know that but um, uh, but he did spend a little bit of time in Hawaii? Hawaii and yeah when he was at Hawaii he he's not a proud moment Donny but he he used to go to the local 7 eleven and uh, well he didn't have a lot of money when he was growing up the rock so uh, he used to go to a little 7-Eleven and he'd, he'd just sort of grab a little Snickers bar and just uh, sneak one into the uh, the jacket or the bag and uh, walk out. So oh. he used to shoplift just about every day at the 7-Eleven oh, with a Snickers bar. Yeah, I know, right? But, you know, The Rock is... Uh, well, he wants to set the world What's right. The right. or wrong? And so he... Ha- well, he just happened to be back <laughs> in Hawaii again recently. So uh, this photo that you're yes. seeing here, or if you're listening, uh, it is on our page is The Rock going back to that very same 7-Eleven. And he literally went and bought every single Snickers bar that was in the store. (laughs) And because he just wanted to say, he just felt so bad about it. And so what he did, he literally bought every Snickers bar and he just said... um, he left them in the store and said, if anyone looks like they're struggling, make sure you give them a Snickers bar. So he's tried to right the wrong that he did a oh, long time it's... ago. The question oh, I've yes. got for our listeners, Donnie, is while you, you're I'm sort of reacting to that. to that, is how many people are going to own up to uh, to uh, their little five-finger discount at some point in the JT, life? JT, I, I
1: had a four-finger discount. I stole some cricket balls from school. My dad <laughs> caught me and said, and took me back and said, "You give these back to the school and apologize." That was the worst part. I, I didn't steal again after that. It was like a, it was just mm. like, oh shit. Off. Mm. So yeah, but I, not that I would have gone and bought a whole lot of cricket balls. I'm loving the rock. That is a, uh, it's a wonderful thing that he did that, and uh, I'm really glad JT because when you come out and said he was a shoplifter, and then I looked at the size of him, and you're a big unit, but I reckon he would smash your face in. And so I'm glad that story turned out good. And we're not actually going live <laughs> to Hawaii or wherever he's listening. <laughs> oh, you would be screwed. Yeah, would to the rock in <laughs> What a good bloke, life, though. You what, good on but, uh, you.
0: Well, good bloke, good bloke. I like those sort of stories. So, uh, speaking yes, of got... good stuff, Donny. <laughs> Dad joke of the week. <laughs> oh, we're gonna. Now, when I do say good stuff, are we I say with that this JT?
1: Is this what you're <laughs> telling me? Will
0: finish on a high? Uh, no, we the the final segment, Donnie, which oh, we forgot to do last week, which is kind of ironic because it's literally called <laughs> The Final Thought. It probably would have been a good one to finish on. So right. we, we'll we're we... going to give that a crack this week. But uh, let, let me uh, share our dad joke of the week with you, Donnie. So now you, we, we know I love nature, so it's of, this is a bit of a dog. So a dog walks up to the counter in the local IGA, and it's got a note and some cash in its mouth. And the shop assistant behind the counter reads the note, and the note says to take the money and hand the dog a packet of salt and vinegar chips.
1: Very clever, China.
0: All right, so the shop assistant goes, grabs a packet of chips, takes the money, puts the chips back in the dog's mouth, and the dog walks out the door and heads towards the nearby bus stop. And the shop assistant, is bloody curious about this. He's going, what's this all about? So he goes out, and he looks at the dog, and the bus pulls up, and the dog just sits there and, and sort of is waiting, and the dog looks at the front of the bus, seemed to like read like where the bus was going, shakes its head, and then just sits back down. So he's like, geez, that's bloody interesting. The next bus comes along, dog reads the sign, looks like that's the right bus, gets on. So the dog jumps on the bus, gets its little Mikey collar around its car, goes up near the uh, little scanner, beeps, grabs a seat on, on, the, uh, on the bus. This shop assistant, he's gone, this is bloody incredible, right? He's gone, oh, I have to just see what's going on here. So he's like, I'm going to get on the bus and bloody follow this, go on, see what's going on, right? So five stops later, Donnie, the, the dog gets off the bus and the man goes, oh, well, this is it. I'm, I'm going to get off. So he follows the dog and the, the dog goes up to a house and he rams the door of the house. like <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. Three times, he's like banged his head into the door and then it starts barking. And so hearing the bangs and the door and the barking and everything, the homeowner comes to the door and he looks at the dog and he goes, oh, so there you are, you stupid idea of a dog. And the shop assistant's just looking, going, what the hell? How is this guy bloody going off at this dog? What? Dumb? He goes, mate, that has to be the most brilliant dog I've ever seen in the world. And the homeowner goes, Brilliant? Goes, mate. That's the third time this week he's forgotten to bring the bloody keys with him.
1: <laughs> Tough owner, JT. Tough owner. <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough. No, it took a long time uh, we to get go. there, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are people sending these in, JT? Is that what we're doing? Are people are our listeners sending these in? Uh,
0: I, I, I wish they would, because then I might get some better quality <laughs> than the ones I've got. Although to be fair, Paul did he, Watt did send me one in. I'm not sure, Paul, if it was uh if the the G, the PG rating is PG. quite right for uh, not uh for send our send for our segment. segment. I'm
1: not worried about the ratings. Stuff that. I'm all for it. Righto. What else we got, JT? <laughs> mate
0: well that, that's it cuz like we are we are going what well, 50 crap. minutes Donnie. we got to wrap this baby up so i'm going to i'm going to throw to you mate for our our final thought as we always do before we start closing this down
1: JT, sadly, both you and I went to funerals to very, very close people uh, just last year. And what I can tell you, mate, is a funeral is a collection of photos. That's uh, literally your life summed up. We live on. We live on if we live while we're alive. So that doesn't mean cruising through life, doing stuff all. That means building a photo album that is absolutely lived experience of life. And I would suggest my final thought for this week is to take some photos, live, and make sure when the people get to your funeral, they look and go, "Holy shit, he or she really lived. What a life!"
0: Love it, Donny. Excellent advice. Uh, as you said, take photos. It's not hard these days. <coughs> We've all got a bloody device, right? So. Uh... Take some photos. Now, Donnie, um, I have to kind of uh, work out how to press buttons again because I'm freaking confused. Um, but I do want to start wrapping up this I've show. I've got to say a big happy birthday to my Romper. does it all for Romper.
1: us. He is a legend. He got his nickname because we actually, in the days of Romper Stomper, shaved his head just like the Romper Stomper guys. Mm. And that's how he got his nickname, <laughs> Romper. So, anyway, happy birthday, Romper. Happy
0: birthday, Romper. Um Thank you guys for, for watching. We look forward to seeing you guys. Next week, please make sure you leave a review for the show on our page. We need a few more. Donnie,
1: giddy up.